Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to Therapy Thursday. I'm TJ Thomas, and today we're going to be talking about how subtle changes in language choice can have a big impact on the way we perceive ourselves and our world. So from the ages of 19 to 21, I lived in West Africa on a religious service mission, and I lived in two French-speaking countries, Benin and Togo. And so in order to live there, obviously, I had to learn to speak French. Et oui, si tu es curieux, je peux parler français couramment aujourd'hui. But the reason that I bring this up is that it's very interesting when you're learning another language to see how different grammatical structures can really change your perception about something. So for example, when I was first learning French, in our class, we were required to speak French all the time. And one of the guys in the class was trying to say, I'm hot, can we turn on the AC? So he said the English equivalent of that, I am hot. Je suis chaud. But for anyone else out there who speaks French or a few other Latin languages, if I understand correctly, that doesn't translate quite exactly when you speak it in another language. In French, if you say I am hot in like that exact translation, it's actually meaning that you're hot as in like a dog in heat. It's not talking about your temperature. It's saying that you are uh, feeling a certain way about someone. In French, if you want to say that you're hot, you actually say I have heat. J'ai chaud. And that little change from I am to I have changes the meaning of that sentence completely. Similarly in French, you would say I have hunger, j'ai faim, or you would say I have thirst, j'ai soif. You wouldn't say je suis soif. That would be like, that would be like I am thirst rather than I am thirsty. So it's just subtle things that you have to learn if you're learning another language about how grammar structures are a little bit different. And this is something that I think we could adopt in English. Now, I'm not suggesting that you go around and switch grammar completely. I'm not going to go into a restaurant, have a waiter come up to me and ask what they can get me and be like, yes, I have hunger. I'm not going to do that. But when you switch from saying that you are something to instead saying that you have something or that you're experiencing something, that can make a really big difference for mental and emotional health. Just for a really simple example, if you're saying I am depressed, that makes it your identity. And it can be really hard to separate yourself from that identification of I am depressed because it's just what you are. And it can feel inescapable. It can feel like that's just what you're doomed to be. But if instead you can shift your language, even if it's just internally to saying, I am experiencing depression or I have depressed feelings. That little shift in language can help you to identify the feeling for what it is and accept it and say, you know what? Yeah, this is what I'm experiencing. I'm not in denial about it, but I also am realizing that it's not permanent, that it's just something I'm going through right now. Another way that I've heard this said is by saying I'm doing a feeling right now. So for example, instead of saying I am angry, saying I'm doing anger right now. And it sounds a little bit funny, but using some of these maybe funny sounding grammatically ways of saying these feelings can help us to detach them from us as a person and from our identity and just recognizing that it's something that we're experiencing and that that's okay and we're going through it and that, that it's something that can change and that it's not something we're going to be stuck with. So when I'm mad, if I can just say, ooh, I'm, I'm doing anger right now, then that helps me to say, yeah, I'm, I'm mad and I'm going to let myself be mad. I'm going to let myself go through all of those emotions, but I'm also recognizing that it's not a part of who I am. It's just what I'm going through right now. Or if I'm saying, yeah, I am experiencing sadness. It can help to identify that you are experiencing that, but that you yourself are not 
overall a sad person. Now, this might not be for everyone out there. Some of you might have absolutely no problem with just saying, I am sad, I am angry. In fact, for some people that might even be helpful. This is just one option that you can try on to see how removing the personalization of the self-identification of those feelings might be able to help you to experience them in a more authentic way without feeling like you have to deny them, but also without taking them on as a permanent identity. I found this to be very helpful for me, but I know it's not one size fits all, especially when it comes to mental health. So try this one out. See if switching to I have or I am experiencing or I'm doing an emotion, see if that helps you instead of saying I am this emotion. Maybe it will, maybe for some of you it won't, and that's cool too. I'm never trying to say that these videos are like the end all be all of mental health or emotional awareness, right? Just some ideas for you to try on. I find them to be helpful for me. Let me know in the comments if they're helpful for you too. That's our Therapy Thursday for today. Thank you so much for watching. As always, send me a message with any comments, questions, or requests for a topic you want to see on a future episode. And with that, I'll see you next week. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.